You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Newstalk ZB. Newstalk ZB. Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Wednesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn Hart, and today uh, we're talking uh, rates rises. What have the councils ever done for us? Uh, are the Commonwealth Games dead? Finally. Uh, but first up, yes, the, the big protests everywhere yesterday. Uh, if you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, it took you a long time to get to work, didn't it? Maybe worth mentioning that those changes, with the exception of smoke-free, were well flagged up during the election campaign. And if there hadn't been broad support across the voting spectrum, then we'd have ended up with another three years of a rotten Labour government and its rotten policies. The people have spoken. And the people want the country back on track. We want our reputation restored. The people, as I read it, want less divisive policy and a focus on reducing crime and tackling the cost of living, unravelling some of the smoke-free. Well, that was a surprise to me, but how can you interpret that as an attack on anyone? Smoking is, after all, a personal choice. Nobody, apart from those that make the tobacco, is actually encouraging anyone to take it up, are they? Look, it's a Tuesday. It's less than three weeks out from Christmas. The Māori Party perhaps doesn't realise most people would actually just like to get on with things and few can afford a day off for a protest, especially when they don't really know what that protest is all about. Stopping regular working people from getting into town and earning a crust could be seen as an attack on them, regular working people. You're shooting yourselves in the foot, guys. Look... I personally don't expect there will be big crowds out there protesting today. However, as we've seen in Wellington, all it takes is half a dozen tossers with a tube of superglue to bring an entire city almost to a standstill. Work from home, anyone? Yeah, it's a good point, actually, uh, with the superglue. I don't know if you remember this, youngins. Uh, There used to be an ad. Uh, We used to have these things on TV called ads. Um, And you probably wouldn't be allowed to do it these days. But it was a super glue ad, and they'd lift up an elephant uh, with a crane. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't be able to do that these days. Uh, a live elephant. Um, I don't know if it's still alive. Probably not because of the ad. But you know, that's probably why you can't do it these days. It, it, about, uh, with three drops of super glue, they'd join two bits of the crane together and then lift up the elephant. Uh, nowadays, it's because they can't use an elephant. They can just say, "Oh, it's super glue and stop the city." News talk. Got a bit uh, distracted there. Uh, Let's get back to the topic at hand, the protest. Luxon says he does not believe protests will continue throughout the term as he believes his government will earn the support of Māori. So it feels like Te Pāti Māori is beginning this new parliamentary term as they mean to continue, to be honest with you. The swiftness of this protest signals a determination to make themselves heard. We have the right to protest. It was inevitable they would protest. I'm not sure launching into it until the parliamentary year is actually underway and debate begins is really going to be effective. Yeah, it's an interesting question, isn't it, actually? Uh, and it's a question that somebody asked me on my domestic situation last night when they got home uh, was, uh, so is this kind of thing going to happen for the, constantly for the next three years, is it? And, yeah, I hadn't really sort of thought that through and I don't know if um, people in our audience have, they, they like the way that, you know, this coalition's fast-tracking changes through. 
but uh, they're not they're not really going to be a government of of unity in terms of the whole country are they they're not going to bring the country together can't see that happening very much so that's a bit of a shame use talk zb is that how um heather sees things i hope she got to work on time i mean she didn't start till four i'm sure she wasn't affected too much it is pretty impressive you'd have to agree that they managed to get that many people together in such a short space of time that tells you two things i reckon number one There is a lot of emotion out there about what the government is planning to do in the race relations area. I mean, those protests, when you think about it, were actually about nothing, but also about everything. I mean, there wasn't just one thing that those people got out about. Nothing has actually happened. And if you listen to what what, what was listed as the number of things that they were out, there was just like a smorgasbord of reasons why they were out there. It's just the promise of the government doing anything in the race relations area that essentially got those people emotional and out. Second thing... If the Māori Party can activate that many people when nothing has happened and in only 24 hours, imagine what they're going to be able to do when something actually does happen. For example, when Act's Treaty Principles Bill goes to Parliament, because that bill has the potential apparently to trigger a referendum if it actually gets passed through Parliament. There's nothing saying that's actually going to happen. But imagine how big the protests could be based on what you saw today. Now, I know that not everybody takes the the Māori Party seriously because they're all about the spectacle. I mean, a lot of the stunts that they pull are clearly meaningless and, and, you know, make themselves look foolish to a lot of people. But do not underestimate them because they are dominating the conversation on the first day of Parliament. We're not talking about the new government sitting in Parliament for the first time. We are talking about Te Pāti Māori today. I suspect that this will just be the first of many days that they will dominate over the next three years. Yeah, I mean, I guess if nothing else, uh, with all the publicity yesterday, uh, hope, I, I guess they're hoping that people will stop calling them the Māori Party. Um, or will people keep doing that just to annoy them? I don't know. News Talk Right, that's quite enough of that. Uh, let's go back to moaning about the council, shall we? I can't believe what I've just heard on the radio, that the rates are going to go up by... 25.5%. And I will say that's a proposal. It's going to go out to, to um, the people of Hamilton, including yourself. Um, but it's certainly significant. That is the highest uh, rates rise I think I've ever seen. Well, it's absolutely ridiculous because in the suburb that I live in, Frankton Dinsdale... We've had masses of streets, and this was pre-housing um, crisis, that were turned into, they took away all their homes on the quarter-acre sections mm. and put four to five flats. So in other words, where they were once getting one lot of rates for that property, now they're getting four, four to five times the amount of rates for one property. Mm. So where's all that money going? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a good... So th- yeah. Sorry, you go. Yeah, um, yeah, it's absolutely crazy, and yet you, you look at most of our streets, they're not getting any extra services. Mm. They're not, hey, and that's what most rate, rate payers will say. So where's the money going? Um, the other thing I was going to talk about, we've got this regional theatre being built in Hamilton in the middle of town, and I, I don't know where the parking's going to go, and it looks absolutely, the amount of money they're spending on that is out the gate ridiculous, considering we have three to four other theatres mm. that could be used. In the Waikato, we have some of the best um, basketball age group teams in the country and yet we have no facility in Hamilton to run this competition ourselves so all of our Waikato teams have to go to Rotorua or Tauranga or to Auckland who have purpose built um, five, six or nine basketball courts 
to play. Mm. And so all of that money that could be coming to Hamilton or the Waikato goes to those other areas. If you talk about wanting to, to make money, then build a venue that can attract teams that will come pretty much every month mm. and play tournaments and make money rather than a theatre that is just for one part of society to go and watch the theatre. Nicely said, Desi. And um, you'll, you'll know, it's a, it's a very well-known say, saying that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And it has been the case around the country that those groups, and let's say arts in this instance, and I love the arts, there's a place for the arts, but they are very good at lobbying local councils for assets um, for, for the arts community, whereas sometimes I think the sporting groups get left behind. Wow. Um, wow. I could not disagree with Tyler Moore there. Uh, if, man, if you've ever been involved in the arts... Uh, you'll know that, yeah, compared to how sport is treated in this country, they are the poor cousins. Don't you worry about that. Uh, it's only people who are not involved in the arts that say stuff like that. Woo! Um, I will hand it to him though. I always thought the expression was the squeaky wheel gets the oil, but I've just looked it up and there are some mentions of it getting oil, but most of the time it is getting grease. So... You know, I, I, I'll, I'll give them that much. News Talk ZB. Let's uh, finish up here. To, uh, oh, we're talking about sport again. Um, but it seems like we'll be talking about the Commonwealth Games less in the future. Are we not going to have them anymore? It looks like the Commonwealth Games are officially over. Interesting, the article's about that, right? When they talk about, when they talk about studies... And they talk about the economic, uh, the economic gifts or the winnings or the economic benefits from events. It's a bit like what happened with the America's Cup, and they said it was going to be worth so many millions of dollars. Well, what they reckon now, when it talks, when they talk about the economic benefits of an event, say they work and they reckon it's going to be worth two hundred million dollars of economic benefits. You can move the decimal point one point to the left. So if they say it's going to be worth two hundred million. It's going to be worth twenty million. That's the situation. And it seems as though what's killed the games, apart from the fact that no one's that proud to be in the Commonwealth anymore. What kills these games is security so damn expensive now. You have people with guns up every pole. So that's what's happened. So it's no good anymore. But, you know, Australia doesn't want it. India doesn't want it because they were shamed when they had it in Delhi. Everyone said it was corrupt. So none of the big countries want to hold the Com Games. So it looks like that's out the window. Do I care? No. Not a smidge. Although what I will say is I'm quite curious to go to that exhibition they're having in Christchurch to commemorate 50 years of when the games were there in 74. Because they were great. The They were great. The games then were fantastic. And to commemorate 50 years with the old Holdens and the songs and everything like that, that'll be exciting. I'm all there for that. Could someone tell me when that, when that opens? I think that's going to be marvellous. So obviously it's the 50th year anniversary of that next year. That's a great thing. Join together, let laughter fill the air. I forget the other lyrics. Alan Stevenson, I think. Steve Allen, Alan Stevenson sang that. And gosh, we loved it, didn't we? Anyway. I don't know about the Alan Stevenson part, but the Steve Allen part was definitely right. Sure. Was there really a person called Alan Stevenson as well as a person called Steve Allen? I can't be bothered. 
I'm ne- I would never fact check Marcus. No need to do that. Not today, anyway. Uh, I am Glenn Hart. Uh, I'm usually wrong. That's what you can count on. With this podcast, you can count on the feeling that you'll, you feel right because I will be wrong. Uh, that applies at home, applies at work, it applies on this podcast. Uh, so uh, feel free to come back tomorrow and feel right while I'm wrong again. See you then. News Talk. News Talk. Zed Bean. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air, or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.